It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now, it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. I'm Adam Ritz, and today, the Adam Ritz Show is in Lafayette. We're at the Gentleman's Gentleman New Member Education Seminar for fraternity members, and we are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. All right, that sounds great. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. We have three guests up on stage with us tonight. We have uh, Jared. Hi, Jared. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us. And John? I'm good. And Jace? I'm great. Okay, good. Jace is great, and we bring you up on stage tonight. We're going to have a little game show. I don't, you don't really know the rules. I'm going to explain it to you right now. Uh, before we went on the air, we described that you needed to have your cell phone with you and a Twitter account, so we're going to do a little Twitter cast, I call it. It's a little game show involving social media, and what we're going to do is pull up your Twitter accounts, and I'm going to read your last three tweets on the air in front of this live audience and to our home listening audience in the United States of America. Your retweets as well. Do not, he's, he's deleting, don't delete. Okay, let me have your phone so you don't have a chance to delete anything. All right, Jay Baker. Jace is worried, I can tell that right off the bat. Jace is worried. You know what, as a matter of fact, now that Jay's here, we will have Jay in his best radio voice, 40 year veteran of radio, read these tweets out loud. Okay, here's Jared. Tweet number one from Jared. Fallout 4 is about to take over my life. Okay, that's not bad. Is that a video game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Video game? Okay. Video game. That's not bad. Certainly nothing salacious there. Uh, tweet number two from Jared. I don't do anything. It's just Bryce being crazy. Okay, that's a reply to somebody, so that's not, that's not too bad. So you're using this as a communication platform. Now here's uh, something you retweeted. This could be bad, it's a retweet from Total Frat Move. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Where we can put a man on the moon but cannot figure out how to win a football game. Signed, Purdue University. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's not too bad, but I'll, uh, I'll argue that if you were going to have a job interview and they check your last three tweets, if the person interviewing you played football at Purdue, maybe he wouldn't be too happy with that third tweet. But those are pretty good. Those aren't bad at all. You know, sometimes we get some really nasty stuff out there. Everybody watch Jace. Make sure he doesn't delete anything. Keep your eye on Jace. Okay, so here's John. Who's a thirsty gerbil? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just got to know, what in the heck is that? Um, Well, that's... A reply to one of my buddies who's actually in a frat down at Iowa, and it was something that they had to do involving alcohol. So we've just unearthed some hazing here that's happening at the University of Iowa. Okay. Uh, here's the second one. Girls complain about inequality in the workplace, but I don't hear us men complaining about inequality at parties. <laughs> I'm going to start following you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> 
All right, that's, uh, that seemed to be a crowd favorite. Um, and then uh, here's the final one. Ten people followed me and three people unfollowed me, automatically checked by flowers.com. Or followers.com. Followers.com. No, that, flowers.com, that's a different thing. Um, okay, so one of them's not bad. One of them's, uh, the gerbil one is just, I, I usually advise just don't tweet about gerbils at all. Um, <laughs> But the, uh, anything about girls complaining, you're playing with fire there, buddy, aren't you? It's true, yes. Now that you hear it out loud over a broadcast channel, read by a professional voiceover artist on a nationally syndicated radio show, your next job interviewer, a woman, sees that tweet, is that going to be, could that affect the job interview? Potentially, yes. Potentially. Okay, okay. So that's John. Thank you for playing. And finally, we get to Jace, who's been sweating this game out. Better screen, brighter screen. This should be easier for you to read. Here we go. Jace's first tweet. Thank you, farmers. National Farm Day. There you go. Thank you, farmers. Hashtag National Farmers Day with a great image of uh, National Farmers Day. Okay, that's safe. Very good. God has a perfect timing for everything. Learn to wait on him. This brings him honor, and it brings you peace. See Psalm 2714. You're hired. You get the job. That's a... You're, you're two for two. Here we go. There's a, there's a Starbucks gift card in the balance. <laughs> this third one might blow it. You're, you're, you okay? You confident? Oh, heck yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's this third one. Rain is not a good thing when farmers are trying to harvest crops and I'm doing farm tour shows. That's a retweet, retweet from Luke Bryan. And Jace, uh, I'm guessing you are in a farmhouse fraternity from your tweets. You know I am. And you, uh, you're a Christian man try to be. And you're a good farmer as well. I hope so. All right, I'm going to just say from the three tweets, Jared's, yours were good. Uh, John, you're going to be unemployed for most of your life. Uh, but Jace, I think, is our winner. Let's have a round of applause for Jace, the winner of the Twitter cast from Farmhouse Fraternity here at the Gentleman's Gentleman. Get to know Adam at AdamRitz.com. Get to know the radio show at AdamRitzShow.com. I'm here with Andy Klein. We're going to talk about feeding the hungry and hunger in America. Andy, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Uh, what is your title uh, here at this facility? Uh, director of the fairgrounds, Tippecanoe okay. County. Okay, we're on the county fairgrounds, Tippecanoe County, and you're the director. Uh, um, and, and you're involved. You've even got your family involved. Your kids are here helping out with this program to help feed the hungry. Your daughters, your family are even here to help out with Food Finders. It's a great organization to uh, help feed the hungry. Um, what made you, outside of your work hours, want to get involved with this? Uh, just helping out the needy, you know, getting it to people that need it. Uh, it just brings a good feeling to your heart. And how often does this happen? Uh, every Tuesday we host it here at the fairgrounds. There's no charge. Uh, it's just part of what we do here. And uh, they're here once a week, all winter long. It's a good thing. So as an employee of the fairgrounds, you, you kind of get to see this action from the employee side of you. But as a dad, I mean, you're bringing your, your, daughter, your teenage daughters are here helping out. How does that make you feel to see your daughters getting involved with something like this? That's awesome warms your heart and does it um do you think it affects them it makes them i don't want to say more sentimental but um you know a little dose of reality goes a long way in this in this time it's so important and uh it uh just shows you what the other side is you know uh how how fast things can change uh how there's others out there that need it more than you do yeah uh, it's just a good thing uh it makes a well a better person out of the girls 
Well, we applaud you for uh, getting involved and helping out. We, you know, cover these stories nationally so that our listeners, me included, can uh, be inspired to get up off of our couches and help out in our communities. Uh, we're going to put the uh, websites on our radio show's website. Go to adamrichshow.com and uh, find out more about Food Finders and uh, all the organizations they work with, like the United Way uh, and other uh, food organizations across the country. It's that time of year. The holidays are around the corner. Uh, help out if you can with any organization, whether it's funding, your money, your time. Talk about it on Facebook and Twitter. Um, and donate actual uh, food. If you have non-perishable items, take them to your church, take them to your facilities, take them to your county fairgrounds. Get involved like Andy and his family has uh, here at Tippecanoe County. Andy Klein, thank you so much for joining us and talking about um, food and feed the hungry awareness in America. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Adam. Fellowship, leadership, and philanthropy. Conversations and interviews from all over America. It's the Adam Ritz Show. We thank you for listening to the Adam Ritz Show on Twitter. Uh, you can follow us. Give us uh, your questions, comments, concerns. It's at Adam Ritz. And we move along with our next guest, Anthem Flint. Anthem, hello and welcome to the show. Howdy, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and I get so excited meeting guys like you from so many different angles. A lot to talk about with Anthem Flint. Uh, you're an entertainer, uh, a magician. Um, uh, you know, we're proud to call this the most compelling, interesting public affairs show in America because we really bring on entertaining, interesting people to talk about their charity work throughout the country. Uh, you do some amazing stuff at children's hospitals we'll get to in a second. Uh, but as a magician, uh, tell me what your forte is. I see on, on your, I have your business card in my hand. You're a psychic, a mentalist, an empath. What is an empath? Well, you know, where a mentalist is somebody who reads minds, an empath is somebody who reads hearts. They're more of a sentimentalist. There's somebody who takes on the feelings and emotions of other people so that they can understand them in a deeper way. That's something that I really wanted to dedicate myself to because I didn't just want to make people go, wow, and I didn't want to just impress them. I wanted to leave an impression on them that would stick with them forever and make them feel happy, positive things. Okay, so... Mentalist, uh, I, might, I, I didn't even see that on your card. That just popped. I apologize for mentioning you were a mentalist. You are not a mentalist. Mentalist would be someone that could name what's in your pocket. Exactly. Uh, empath, you are an empath. You can tell somebody um, something a little more personal, maybe somebody in their family, maybe their favorite uncle who's on the other side of the country, some connection they have in the room through their heart and their emotions. Precisely. And um, one of those things that is wonderful about being an empath is the ability to not just tell people things like that that's very interesting but things that's going on right now in their life like if they have a question about their future that they've always wanted the answer to like will I make more money this year will I get married and stuff like that and I love to see all these walks of lives come with all their problems and lay them down on the floor so that you know they realize that with their hands open and when they let go of all these problems they have enough room left in their palms for a gift and I hope that I'm the one that gets to give that gift to them. That is incredible. So I got to ask you for uh, one of these for a success story right now, and it doesn't have to be today or yesterday. Uh, just in the last few months, uh, somebody, some interaction you've had with somebody where this has happened. Well, I um, I recently have been doing a lot of schools uh, and doing inspirational speaking at these schools, and I love the ability that this has given me to work with young people and to inspire them and to give them a lot of guidance. And I love that moment when you look in their eyes and they say, please. It's a weird feeling, but you look at someone and you know they're saying, please. And when you're able to walk up to that person, and when you're able to tell them the thing that they need to hear that lets them know everything's going to be okay, 
it gives me the best feeling in the world knowing that I made an impression on that person's life and they can let go of that worry moving forward knowing that everything's going to be all right. And so this last year I've had more and more opportunities to do that all over the world. I just got back from Blackpool, England where I got to do that and it was an absolutely wonderful experience to be able to bring so much light into the world. That is amazing. Um, that is unbelievable. You know what? And I'm going to... Um We'll edit this out, and I'll cut it out if it's if it's if it's not good or or appropriate or, or you don't agree or confirm. Um, but if I were to put you on the spot, uh, would, would you need um, time? Um, you know, a dark room, your crystal ball. Could can you do this stuff on the spot? And I don't need you to get uh, specific with me. But let's say if I'm thinking of of a problem or an issue I have in my life, if you said something generic right now that I can confirm that, oh my gosh, you really nailed it. So I'm thinking of an issue in my head right now that I'm having um, in my personal life. Um, what I guess, what would you say? Wonderful uh, for you to ask this. Now, and this is something that I've worked on a lot because many people who do what I do go to uh, tarot cards or their crystal ball. Exactly. Well, one of the things that I've recently learned to do is read palms. Could I see your hand? Now, looking at this, I see that this is your left hand, and the left hand represents what's going on in the future and not what's going on right now. So the first thing I see is your heart line, your headline, and your lifeline. Your lifeline is very deep and very clear, and I see a lot of um, vitality and enjoying life. I see a lot of, you know, having a love of life. As for your, your headline here, one, it's a little, it, it's a little bit split away from your lifeline, which senses that you're thinking about moving somewhere and stuff like that, or maybe you're becoming less and less of a home buddy. Now, I also see though that this curves up right under your middle finger and forks off. This is called a physical heart line, and it's. Because it's here, that suggests to me that you can be a bit selfish, but that's not a bad thing. Because that selfish nature has taught you that in order to take care of other people, you have to first take care of yourself. And I'm able to tell just by looking at you that you are a healthy guy and you do take care of yourself. So what I would say, looking at all of this, your destiny line as well is here. It does have a break in it, which suggests that there was a recent change in in mind for you. There was something that you wanted to do. And all of a sudden, when you started doing that, it changed something about your perception on the world. But thinking about the problems, I will say this. The decision-making, to keep it as general as possible, not to embarrass you or anything like that, to keep it as general as possible, I would say that right now you're at this fork in the road and you're making decisions. And last year, I know, was a lot of ups and downs and a lot of new changes and, and challenges. What I would say is that as you stand at this fork in the road... Use your intuition. Balance your head and your heart. I know you, you fight a lot between your head and your heart. Your head says this, and your heart feels different, and then they fight. Uh, I want you to know <laughs> that your intuition is stronger than you give it credit for. And no matter how far you go down one road, you can turn around and try the other as long as you don't burn your bridges. And that's something you've struggled with in the path. And I'm, I, I, I know that that's something that I've struggled with as well. So I want you to remember that in the end, you have the secret inside of you. You have the answer inside of you. And if you follow your intuition and you don't let your mind get in the way, you don't let your over-emotionality get in the way, I sense that you're going to have a lot of success moving through this problem. Okay, for our listeners, you need to know um, he nailed it uh, right on the head. I've, I've got uh, personal contacts, friends, mentors, uh, people I look up to who, and again, my issues aren't, it's not the end of the world. It's not that big of a deal. But there, there's some issues. I mean, I'm, I'm a middle-aged guy. There's, life is hard. We've all got issues. We've all got problems. So all of my friends are telling me, just stick with your gut, stick with your intuition, do what you know is right. Don't let outside influences change what you're doing. Stick with your intuition. That's what people are saying to me that know me and know this issue. 
we've just met and you nailed it. So I'm a little freaked out right now. <laughs> well, I, I hope that um, that moment that that a little bit of fear of oh my gosh, this guy who doesn't know me knew to what to say. I hope right. that that's um, a memory that will build faith in yourself because of the impossibility of this moment just goes to show that nothing is impossible. And I do, um, the only thing that you um, might have cheated on was, um, whether you knew or didn't know, I'm from Indianapolis. Um, We have awful winters. And this last February was horrible, and it would be uh, not that big of a trick to guess that I want to move. I want to move to a beach. I want to be in 80 degrees every day. So I'm going to take that off the table. That wasn't that impressive. Unless you Did you know I was from Indianapolis? Well, I, I, I might have heard you say that, but I w- didn't think about okay, that. because I, I want to move, man. Yeah, there's, you know, I was just looking at, um, at what I, I have here to work with. You know, there's, there are things that would suggest it, especially if we were to look at your right hand. Oh, okay. You now, I see that if you look here, you see how these lines are more formed together than these ones? Yeah. See, that suggests that you're moving away right there. So I'm not just throwing out random guesses or using information previously gathered. It's one of those oracles, and that's why it's been around for 3,000, 4,000 years. That's you know? awesome. Can you, can you look at a line on my hand and tell me if I'm going to get a condo or a house on the beach or a canal? Can I have a boat? <laughs> well, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Hmm. Well, what I see, oh, this is great. Here's what I'll say. All of them is possible, but right now there's been two destinies that you've had all the way through your life, especially from when you were young, and they've come together, and now they're starting to form this one path. Remember to not neglect the other because one of them is going to bring you money and the other one's going to bring you connections. Together, that's going to give you the possibility to be able to do more than one of those things. I sense that the beach house and the boat is actually really a strong combination for you that... Is there a certain state that you're thinking of moving to? Well, yeah, Florida. Okay, okay. Um, I sense that that's a really great possibility for you. Do you have friends in Florida? Yeah, well, my parents uh, live there. They're retired. Okay, yes, and they've been telling you about it. And, of course, a little bit of envy has grown about that. Yes, and and I think, um, you know, that seasonal depression of living in somewhere like Indianapolis might... What definitely make you want to live there, and I sense that that's probably where you're uh, going to end up. All right. For. I, and when I have my housewarming party, you are invited. Awesome. All right. Anthem Flint is our guest. We're having a lot of fun uh, with his talents and his skill as a empath and a, um, an entertainer, a magician. Uh, an illusionist. Uh, I've seen you perform at the Illusionarium. You do fantastic stuff. Real quick, uh, before we get to your work with children's hospitals, uh, tell us about your performance. Well, I um, I was lucky enough when I was really young to see my first magic trick and get really interested in it. And when I was about seven, eight, nine years old, I saw a guy named Losander, and he did this most amazing act. And I was lucky enough to meet him after the show and actually become his student. So now in the Illusionarium, I carry on his legacy and still perform his act to bring magic into the world in uh, the visual sense that he did, that inspired me in so many ways. And so I'm very lucky to be able to do that here at what is really one of the best magic venues in the entire world. And, okay, so you're so this other guy, it's his act, you're... Per- that's making me think in my world of uh, radio and contracts and um, copyright laws. I mean, is this, is he, is his act, is this a copyright 
that he has under his wing that he's allowing you to perform? If somebody else performed it without his consent, could he sue them? Is this something that you're uh, like an apprentice? I mean, this is kind of interesting. I had no idea that magic was like this. Yes, it's very much so an uh, apprentice-student kind of relationship. And I've been working with him for got to be five years nonstop on this on this act and all of his magic and he he's basically like my second dad he's my magic dad and and so yes it is copyrighted unfortunately with magic you know you can't copyright the methods and stuff like that because then you have to reveal them so what we can do is we can copyright it as a dance or a performance recently teller from Penn and teller was successful in suing someone for stealing his act and we were very proud to hear that he was able to pull that off and um so yes there's a legal side to it and luckily i'm under a contract that says i'm totally able to do the act and legally able to do the act and then uh one of the most amazing things about what you just said i know this my listeners don't yet you're 19 years old now you've been doing this with your mentor or what would you call him yeah he would be my mentor your mentor since you were you said five years since you were 14 so 14 year olds are in eighth grade ninth grade you know playing in dirt and sand playing video games you what you're 14 and you're like you're in the adult world of uh performance art and i mean contracts copyrights mentors apprentice tell me about that being 14 well you know, when I was young, my dedication was to be the best at something, and I picked up concert piano, um, guitar, bass, drums, and all the instrumentals. I went into musical theater. I went to opera. I went into as many fields as I possibly could, and I started to whittle away at them until I settled on really the things that make me happy is magic, mentalism, and hypnotism falls under that as well, and music. You know, music, mentalism, and being on stage and helping people were really what became my forte so I dedicated myself to be the best to touch as many people as possible and I shot for the moon knowing that even if I missed I would still land among stars that's a great saying yeah absolutely and this isn't even really part of why I brought you on the show we were going to talk about your work with children's hospitals uh, but now we've also added uh, an inspirational story of, of how a young person can work hard at a young age to make their dreams come true and I know you've got bigger dreams than than where you are today at age 19 but um, if you're sitting around your house and you're 16 years old and you're like what am I going to do with my life I mean, you got to look at a guy like this, like like Anthem Flint, and and know that there are dreams out there and, and hard work, and you can attain those goals. 19 years old, that's fantastic. Uh, so now on to your work with children's hospitals. Um, from from my side of the fence, not knowing anything about magic uh, or your performance art or dealing with children, i got to just believe that, that just magic makes me smile. It makes me smile. It makes everybody smile. So you walk into a children's hospital, some of these kids are having a bad time. They're having a bad day. They're having a bad go out of it. Whether it's that day or, or months leading up to that day, you have the opportunity to go in there and at the lowest level just make them smile. Exactly. That was one of the things that I loved about being in the Society of Young Magicians, which is a, a, a kind of a subpart of the Society of American Magicians, where we were all a bunch of young people that were brought into one room, and there was a guy at the front of the room, and he taught us magic, and he said, Now listen. We're going to go to the children's hospital, and we're going to entertain these kids. And the reason why we were doing that, he said, is the same reason that I'm going to say, and it's absolutely true. The whole point of magic is that it shows people something that is completely impossible. There's no law in physics that says that a table can float. There's no law in physics that say that things can 
automatically disappear and reappear because matter cannot be destroyed. It can only be converted. And so we show things that are absolutely impossible. And when we show things that are not related to this earth, to this world, it takes these people that are so locked inside of the world, you know, that they're sick, they're ill, they're trapped in their bodies that are not working, you know. There were oftentimes kids that had gone through chemotherapy and had their IVs dripping during the show, you know. They were sick. They were really sick kids. And for a moment, they got to forget about all of that. They got to go, wow, there's something bigger than, than just this. And for even, you know, 20, 30 minutes, however long that show was, they got to sit there and go, I've, I've forgotten about my illness. And there were times when kids were too sick to come down to the show or whatever, and that was one of my favorite things, was we would go up to their rooms, and we would do a private show just for that kid. And it was amazing to come in and see this kid cough, and he's sick, he's very ill, and then by the end of that show, it looked like he was completely full of energy, and he's like, wow, I, I never imagined any of those things to happen. How did you do that? That was just beautiful. And that was something that really stuck with me. Like, like I said, you know, I like to go into inspirational speaking and psychic readings. The reason why was because I saw how much I could help people. And we all have the opportunity to do this, whether it's for children's hospitals, whether it's for homeless shelters. We have the opportunity to make a lot of magic happen, not just through doing tricks, but through anything that we do to help them. And so I just love being able to take people out of the world for just a moment and have them say, wow, I forgot about all of that for a minute. I let go of it. I set it down yeah. and took on magic. And, and I love you it. Know, what I heard you say there was uh, you're taking them out of that world, showing them something impossible that is possible. And now you leave the building, you leave the hospital, and they go back into their world, and they're thinking about making the impossible possible. And if that means getting healthy and walking on two feet out of that children's hospital, they think it's possible now after they see you make the impossible happen. That's so cool. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've, um, I've been in relationships um, with, with people that are very ill, and they were told that they're going to die. And they've, they got through it, and I asked them, I was like, well, how did you get through it? Were you given a medication? What was it? He said, I just didn't stop. I dedicated myself to thinking that I could get better, and I did. And if I can show them that the most impossible thing, the biggest goal in the world is achievable, if I can show them that the doctor could be wrong, that you could make a magic trick happen, and you could get through this, if I give them the dedication to do it, if I give them the inspiration to do it, that's my job. I want to make them believe that they can make this impossible magic trick happen and they can get better. And that's um, something that I'm really, really proud to have been a part of is the children's hospitals in Denver, Colorado. And in that area, I did a lot of that. And I was really happy to see the changes that I put in people's lives. Yeah, I can see it on your face. I mean, even you're, you're smiling now. Um, just talking about it. So it's a great reminder for all of us, me included, our listeners, to uh, use your talents, use your skill to make somebody else smile, to make their day brighter, to give them hope. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. I've seen you perform uh, at the Illusionarium. You're awesome at what you do at such a young age. I, I can't wait to see where your career goes and follow you. Uh, can we and our listeners follow you on some digital platforms, your websites, your Twitter? Yes, absolutely. I do have a website. It's www anthemflint.com but you can also find me on twitter at anthemflint and facebook as well please feel free to go ahead and find those and like them and follow them and um and check out some of my videos on youtube as well if you want to see a little bit of what i do in the real world so uh yeah it's um it's fun to hear from you guys and i would love to see you guys on the social media platforms awesome i'm, I'm your videos from your performance are on youtube 
mm-hmm. Anthem Flint. If you search Anthem Flint Magic on YouTube or just Anthem Flint on YouTube and you'll see your videos. Yeah, not even just on YouTube. Just go on Google and they'll show up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's... I highly encourage our listeners uh, to do this. Anthem Flint, spelled exactly the way you're hearing it, Anthem Flint. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your talents with us. Absolutely. I'm very glad to have done this for you, and I had a lot of fun doing it. How you doing? This is Kip Vickers from the 2000 Super Bowl champion Ravens, and you're listening to The Adam Rich Show. Today, The Adam Rich Show is on campus in Pennsylvania. I'm at Alvernia University, and we are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. All right. Thank you for the warm welcome. We travel the country to meet up with student athletes and young uh, adults to talk about service projects and philanthropy, community service. And we've uh, wanted to meet uh, you, Deo, here at Alvernia University from the men's basketball team. Deo, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. We've heard about some of the projects you guys have been doing. What do you? Uh, what can you tell us that the basketball team and the rest of the student athletes have been up to? Uh, well, we do a lot with uh, the community. Uh, we try to give back as much as we possibly can. Uh, recently, we've done a project uh, to help students uh, and, and children of the young age uh, develop basketball skills, um, just even in slight ways that we can just help out, give them a helping hand just to develop them through, get them better at playing the games of basketball. Well, you've got that physical fitness, you're, you're lean, you're in shape, uh, that's a huge social issue, child obesity, you work with these kids, uh, it's got to make you feel good to know that they're looking up to you, yeah. literally and figuratively, because of the uh, physical fitness that's so important in your life, you right. can make it important in their life too. Right, absolutely. Um, Anything that we can help with, I mean, we if we just want to be uh, just mentors in, in word, that's great. Mentors in, in physical actions, we can. So, I mean, we do we do the best to promote phys- physical fitness, I mean, throughout our team, throughout the school, throughout the community, younger children. So, yeah. All right. Let's have a round of applause for Deo. Thank you so much for helping out and for all of your community service here at Alvernia University. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.